Hey, hello and good evening. Thursday, October 12th, 2023. Sorry for the late start tonight here on Super Mater Brothers Podcast. You're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. You may be listening to the audio version. I'm Dave Mater, joined with Jamil Robinson to break down this week 10 eviction. Spoilers ahoy. We're going to go through it all as uh, Cameron has been evicted again. Has it been spoilers at this yeah. point? Yeah, it's spoilers. Slow moving, it's slow moving train wreck. Especially with the, the late start tonight, Jamil. It's barely yeah. a spoiler. It's, it's been 24 minutes old now. Uh, but maybe people on the West Coast haven't seen it yet. Who's to say? Fair. Fair. And they somehow ended up on our stream right now. And they were like, I didn't know. I thought <laughs> it was going to be serene. There was a chance. I, I did get spoiled last night for... Um for survivor as i was at work and i yeah. jumped on x and uh top center it said who got eliminated which i'm not gonna say but i yeah, will state time. oh i will state that um i was very pleased with the outcome given my um my draft picks in the in survivor yes did you listen okay last night you and i were not on the survivor podcast but foster and jeff were Yes, they were, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it. I'm excited to hear what they have to say. I listened to it already for, uh, and watched it. And let me say one thing. Jeff didn't turn off the Big Brother background for the entire Survivor podcast. It, it, <laughs> Julie Chan is just massively plastered over the Survivor podcast. If anyone comes across that Survivor podcast, they're going to be a little confused. Um, great. Uh, they had it on the whole time. They uh, Jeff largely complained about the casting for the most of the episode <laughs> of course that's jeff's that's jeff and um yeah <laughs> that way, he was mostly like they need they need to go in a different direction he's like i just need to find probes to tell them what this what's up here um what else happened oh yeah and they had no idea what the like the title of the episode because of uh you know you know sabia uh you know her being in the marines and it was like no man left behind they're like why was it called no Le man left behind i don't know I, I'm outside of her saying it also at the beginning of the episode, but uh, yeah, she said, yeah, I guess they both were not uh, paying attention to that particular moment. So. We all know Foster fast forwards to the challenge. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "What's going on the challenge? Are they going to do a, like a puzzle?" Yes, they did do a puzzle. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff also complained about that. Jeff also complained about how it's always just a relay race with a puzzle at the end. I'm like, Jeff, it's Survivor. What do you want? That's the, that's literally the format they've settled into now. Yeah, people get and, unless people get injured. I don't have my Zing soundboard tonight. Uh, it's not working properly. Oh, I I have my Zings like like ready. Right, you now, do so. your Zings. I don't have the Zing sound effect. Okay. Um, uh, I thought it was gonna be more of a back and forth kind of uh thing. I thought it was. Are, are, how in depth is this zinging gonna be? Are we gonna be doing like one each? Uh, uh, you and Sam gonna get zinged? Uh, I'd be like, Jamil, you've been working late so much, you're like um, Batman. So you're always working. Zing, zing, zing. I'm not a zinger. Don't, don't I, I'm not as like, I'm not known for my zinging. No one ever says Dave's a zinger. Fair enough. Um, okay. Um, how about this? Uh, Dave, um, I'll never forget the first time we met, but I'll keep trying. Sing, zing, zing. Uh, you have to do a zing voice. <laughs> Dave, Dave. I remember the first time we met. Do I, do I still have this sound effect on my board? Can you hear yes, it? You do. What does yes. it sound like? Um, Dave up on high. I am your father, Luke. <laughs> zing. <laughs> zing. Sam, he wants us to sing him. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Um. Sam. Sam. You have been watching our channel for so long. You must have a gray beard by now. Zing! Holy Sam! You're cute! Like my dog! He also chases his tail for entertainment! Sam! Oh yeah, it's, it's a very specific setup of a joke, isn't it? For yeah. Zing. 
Yeah. Where you are, you're kind of nice at the beginning and then you turn it into an insult. That's that's, that's how it goes. It's almost like Triumph the Insult comic dog type. (laughs) Yeah, kind of, yeah. Oh, roasted, he says. Okay, so uh, Cameron tonight. this episode. (laughs) Okay, I have a few things to really, we need to delve into this episode. Okay. But I'm almost, I want to skip to the end almost, okay? Because I think that's like where I'm I'm really hung up was on the thing. Okay, a couple things. Every time somebody is ever evicted, Jamil, mm-hmm. all right, Julie Chen. She says, Okay, it's official with so many votes tonight, like with five votes tonight. Jamil, Jamil has been voted out. It's always twice. Why? Okay, I have the instant replay. Let's see it. It's official with four votes to evict Cameron. Cameron will leave the house tonight, but let's see how the other votes fall. Right? <laughs> Cameron, 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 Cameron. Do, do they have it on two separate lines maybe the teleprompter has it on two separate lines she does this every time it's an eviction she's been doing this consistently forever so uh we got to get murphy to put the um the tiktok video of a super cut of her just doing it for every episode yeah every time somebody's evicted it's always like it's so like heisem heisem has been evicted i would have like someone accidentally did it and they've just continued on for the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the time just having it done like oh well we did it the first time we might as well do it for the rest of the season uh yeah like basically like it's um i don't know why you just so, hate that repetitive kind of like I, saying I, the I, name twice i i it's just one of my pet peeves okay the other thing i need to report here okay. is is a, a crime was committed a joke fabrication by Corey, my own draft pick, because there was this whole gag today when they're voting out Cameron, where they come up, you know, they're saying that Julie looks exquisite and it kept amping up and up and up until Jag says it. And then, you know, uh, everyone's laughing. And then, like, Julie's cutting off somebody. And I can't remember who she cut off, but like, um, like, she's like, you look exquisite today. Oh, I think it's to America. And then Corey comes in last. Right? And everyone's laughing, and then Julie cuts Corey off. Hi, Corey. Let me guess. How do I look? Good. (laughs) You win most original tonight. Okay. So there's that. But then when he retells the joke, minutes later, he completely lies about it. Funny. Corey, what did you say? No, she uh, started off with, so let me guess what word you're going to use to describe me. (laughs) I go, unbearably exquisite. (laughs) (laughs) That's so oh. funny. Yep. <laughs> he said good, not unbearably exquisite. That is a big difference. Well, they'll have to watch it in they have to watch the episode to find uh, the information out. You start lying, jury faces on. They're not gonna see. Why would he lie about this joke? It was funny the first time. Um, maybe he didn't think the joke was gonna land. For the crowd. So he rewrote the joke? Guess so. Is this is is this just a a a, a, re, a redraft? Maybe a retelling. You know, sometimes you don't tell the same joke the exact same way to the a different audience. Sometimes, but like this was minutes. Like I think he lied. Like I think this was he uh, lied for no reason. Yeah, and, and the and the audience, the TV audience, saw this. Like and was good. Yeah, it's like we can't trust Corey. Yeah. Let me ask you a question then regarding that specific line of thought. Do you think that if he do you, do you think that what he told the people in the house was funny? Because they laughed. Do you think it was actually funny though? No, like I think what happened originally was funny. I I agree. I agree with you. Like that people were going to laugh regardless. They were going to laugh regardless. Right. So because as shown, he did a lesser performing joke and technically got over. Um, if he had told it as it, if he told it exactly as he li- remembered it, it probably wouldn't be funny either, right? True, true. So, like, I think it's a more moment because it isn't just how he delivered the good; it was also how Julie kind of cut him off, and that like there was a pause, and then he said "good," right? right? I think that's what made the joke. The setup was good, right? Or <laughs> I should use it. But like when retelling the joke, it'd be very hard to kind of pass along that that pause 
it's it's a moment thing. The moment was there in that room that we were able to see. I don't think he he thought that it would play the exact same way. Yeah. Okay. Well, so not a crime. You you're we we don't need to expel him from the house. Uh, for I don't I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna split hairs over like a retelling of a joke. Like it's like lie about that, Corey. Don't lie about when I ask you a question about this game. Okay. That, that's more along the lines. I have a question to you. Okay. Do you feel that was worthwhile to delay, you know, the the veto ceremony for this episode? Worthwhile? Do you think it was worth it. Worthwhile. No, no, I don't think they needed to do that at all. Like, okay. like, like, I think like we could have even started in HOH or something else. I think that, um, okay, let's talk about that too, because uh, there is a bit, they don't go straight into the veto meeting in this episode, right? There was a little bit of a, yeah, a little bit more, which also felt unnecessary, in my opinion. Yeah, like uh, very unnecessary, dragged out. I, they were trying to really, like, I think, tell this story of the, of how Cameron was sort of, how he is cut from this game. He's been a big character on the show, and I think they're sort of get, trying to almost like um, eulogize his uh, departure in some in some sense. Yeah, uh, he'll be the first member of the jury. It's a, they're going for the smaller jury this year, so he's still going to be a character on the show too. So they're almost setting that up, I think, too. Um, so yeah, I th- I think that uh, the Bowie Jane him p- being put up here, uh, you know, and he says this is your character, and she, you know, he's like Bowie Jane, Bowie Jane, Bowie Jane. She goes Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. <sighs> Lord, yeah, I I just this this episode, like honestly, I kind of wish they eliminated in eliminated him in Tuesday episode, and then we just got on to the next week. Cause I'm I'm still I'm still feeling the 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 jet lag, I shouldn't say jet lag, but like the lag between the the zombie week. I feel like we should be ahead. Like this was a slow moving train wreck to to get Cameron out again, you know. Uh, and I I kind of want to see where this game ends up right now. I want I would love to see and know who the HOH is. Would love it. Would love it. And um, I didn't think there was enough content to make a worthwhile episode. And uh, we didn't even see the goodbye messages, which was like... Yeah, that's true, right? We didn't have any of that in the episode. I don't... Look, Julie, I don't want to see your extended interview, you know, on whatever Paramount Plus or whatever site you have it on. I want to see it in the episode. Just share the highlight ones. And that's what I want to see, right? I didn't even get that. Yeah, we didn't get that. Okay, we. Uh, um, I'm just kind of like replaying through the episode here, like when Cameron was eventually put up. It's not. Yeah, just very happy. Just a blow up there. Uh, Jag, you know, Jag. Uh, everything here. No, this whole this whole event with Cameron going up, of course, sets up more just discussions about when Cameron's gone, who's going to take go after who, who is doing whose dirty work, etc. Um, you know, we have these, these different pairs now. You know, we first got Matt and Jag, yeah, Corey America, Felicia and Sri, I guess, are sort of a pair in, in a sense. Look uh, else. I guess I don't think Bowie Jane has anyone paired with her, but I guess it just kind of leaves blue now with Bowie Jane. Kind, kind, kind of, kind of by default, kind of. you know, no, so, ki- kind of with she's with um, Bowie Jane is with um. Jag and Matt ish, 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 yeah. right? Because the, the the Jag and Matt, uh, the Minutemen, is that what they're called? Yeah, the Minutemen Final Five is, of course, them, Bowie Jane, and uh, Felicia and Sari. Yeah, all people they can beat technically in any physical right. <laughs> easily. Great Final Five if you're those two. Right? Yeah, uh, and so yeah, so they have to take out the rest then, right? America, Corey, um, yep. Blue, at some point. Uh, Very true. Right. Sari, no, not Sari. She's in the group, so yeah. they want her in the, in the in the end game here. So yeah, there was a lot of discussions around that. Uh, uh, Cameron, of course, goes up. There's a lot of fallout from that. There was some okay. The whole the whole bit tonight and and uh, segment with um, Matt and the whispering. I, I I told you it was coming. I told you it was coming. I said they did the episode on Jag. They're going to do the episode on Matt and, you know, 
you know, his hearing loss, uh, I shouldn't say hearing loss, but like his inability here, kind of the dynamics of, of that in the house absolutely was coming. Yeah, it was uh, an emotional scene tonight on the show, right? Like with uh, with Matt and Jag, uh, and it was mostly America that that, that uh, Matt got angry at, right? But ultimately, uh, you know, they, you know, you understand it from Matt's point of view, although, mm-hmm. and how he's saying like people turn their heads, you know, I lose track of the conversations. It's very hard, and normally people would never do that in his in his presence, but because it kind. Especially that small that that particular U.S. Big Brother house, which is so uh, thin-walled, and people are always trying to whisper and make sure they're not overheard in their conversations. That's why Matt needs to be in Big Brother Canada. <laughs> big Brother Canada, thing. you can have big, loud conversations; no one would ever hear it. Except there's certain it. places where things echo, and plus, so many people of Big Brother Canada don't mind yelling, <laughs> like. So Koozie, right. Matt's like, I can hear you, Koozie. I can hear you across the <laughs> across yeah, the room. <sighs> yeah, like there, there is Koozie, right? Like there's different um, elements <laughs> to it, but I, I definitely understood for with Matt tonight, and I felt bad for him. Really? Uh, but he, you know, his conversation with Sari, or not Sari, uh, with uh, Felicia was nice uh, that he had uh, in, on the cheese there. Uh, where she, you know, she was very encouraging to him. I, I thought she she came very, across very kind in that scene. Um, and those are important conversations. Like he has a very good relationship with Miss Felicia and um, Suri, right? Which also in turn, like when he has those type of conversations, people don't necessarily think bad things about Matt, regardless of what him and Matt are doing in the dynamics of the house. They kind of separated Matt the player and Matt the person right. for the most part. Like there's an additional person in the house. Gotcha. Well, let's talk about uh, somebody else in, who's not in the house, but maybe a big co- topic of conversation. He's Mr. Kevin Costner. You may have heard of him. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you're, um, if you're Cameron, you're just hoping that you're gonna to get to be in a movie with him one day. You've watched everything he's seen, you know, everything he's done. Right? Unless he's an extra. <laughs> Kevin Costner don't, don't give a crap. Well, you... maybe, but don't you don't forget that Felicia could be Denzel Washington's sister. And uh... <laughs> yes. Uh look. <laughs> Matt's gonna be spent hanging out with Josh Demel long before Kevin Costner even uh, like sniffs a farter Cameron. Well, there might be a Josh Jumel, uh, Kevin Costner uh, team-up movie, right? Maybe their buddy cop movie. Maybe, maybe. Could happen in the future. Who but is- like, is it, like Kevin Costner playing the old vet, and Josh Jumel plays the slightly younger but still old <laughs> yeah, rookie. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> like he entered late. He changed careers. <laughs> he was doing something else until about forty, and then he became a cop. So he's up there in age, like. Yeah, it happens. Uh, yeah. Felicia's bit, like, when she was in the diary room about Cameron, just she was just like, it's never happening for you, Cameron. You're not going to be in a movie with Kevin Costner. Sorry to break that, burst that bubble for you. I was, you know. Yeah. She, funny. like, it was interesting what they decided not to include in terms of Miss Felicia, in terms of her interactions with Cam. Because some sequences, especially after that conversation with the Kevin Costner, I believe Miss um, Felicia also ended up talking about Cam himself and mentioning how the man has no gameplay. His gameplay is winning competition and, you know, holding a position of power that way. Like he has no social game. Right. And people generally don't like him. And the fact that. Uh, people on online were complaining that the show has gone out of its way to kind of give Cam this edit where he can kind of win AFP, but like the people who have been watching the feeds cannot stand this dude. Right. Right. So, so disconnect there. Yeah. Which is, you know what happens? That's it's two different shows in one, right? With the technically the same kind of outcome where you have, uh, the people who have a greater understanding of the gameplay um, from the feeds, and then also the individuals who watch the show, where it's a more curated experience, right? Um, but then again, most forms of entertainment are 
can can be like that. It's it's just very few people have that insider look in most other pieces of entertainment. Right. Well, that's that's sometimes what I find frustrating about even hearing the feeds because there's just always like sort of this righteous mob mentality with the feed <laughs> audience about any given player, you know, and they it, it it builds and it builds over the weeks into this frenzy where you're just like you you know, it's almost like when we get a hold of this man, usually a man, but it could be any player really. Yeah. When we get a hold of this person once they're out of the house, we are going to tell them what's what. And everything that they're doing wrong and their behavior and how they treat people, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, no matter who they are, it's going to be uh, quite the, sh- the shock, you know, coming out of the of the house, right, to deal with that sort of thing. And um, you never really hear too much about that. But I imagine going on to one of these shows and then, you know, you have like this casual audience who might have a very positive viewpoint and be very nice to you. And then this other audience who you might encounter randomly who would just like spit on you and tell you you're, you're awful. Right. And, uh, you know, it, deservedly or not. Uh, so I just think it's always like, eh, I don't know if I want to be sort of um, that negative with the feed audience for that long. I don't think it's good for my health to like, like, get ready to tell like get somebody out now if it's on the show you know usually it's pretty bad and then they have to like you know feature it so that's why i'm always like if if the editors need to show something that's deservedly so then do it but if it's something minor more more discretionary then like you know i think that and it's it's not interesting for tv or for like the audience then i i I would kind of understand that too right so that's a call producers have to make you know, because they're making a piece of entertainment, but they're also, it's a kind of a social human experiment every time they do this, right? Like, and how it's going to sort of play out, um, you know, because you're isolating people, putting them under these intense uh, circumstances with strangers, people they've never met before. And mm-hmm. you have no idea how these interactions are going to play out, you know, largely. So um, that's kind of the enter- part of the entertainment in itself. So I don't know. I think that you, when you have a show like tonight where you could have, wrapped up the Vita last episode you you know you have a lot to play with right so it depends what kind of a show you want to make too i guess yeah um you know i do you want the, the producers to make a show that's going to show the more real ugly part of people that can be something you know i just the i think the biggest the biggest issue is sometimes these situations occur where it kind of changes the opinion or changes the direction of individuals on the show. So without that that background information as to why relationships get strained, there can be like, well, this person just all of a sudden decided to do something different, right? Uh, suddenly Palpatine appears, right? Like there, there's, a, there's a gigantic disconnect between a point A to point C in terms of the storytelling and be only being available to the uh, the feed viewers and the producers not necessarily doing a great job of of showing how what be occurred i think that's the biggest issue but that's not always the case because a lot of times the bigger moves are made for tv right, right. so it's yes and no right i'm i'm not i'm not the the hardcore person to the feeds i hear and i you know sometimes watch and and i've also you know keep in mind um why i uh not keep in mind but like keep aware of what people are saying about the feeds but i'm not like glued to it 24 7 like like some people so i i find that that's kind of a better balance of it you know, um, yeah, I think I think I try to like I want to kind of, I want to be oblivious to what the you know, uh, things like the stuff that was going on with Taylor, I thought was pretty nasty in the last season of US Big Brother, right? And so I think that did need to be on the show and I think it did need to be addressed. And so, well, you're hearing the the current discourse about that, uh, or uh, conversation. Right. Uh, you have uh, Corey and his uh, podcast talking about Taylor. And a lot of people feel that he is um, not mad-mouthing her, but not giving her the proper respect in terms of her gameplay. Um, he's, he's saying that Monty should have won for the most part, which people can have that opinion. But 
he's saying that you know Monty had like social plus he had a strategy plus he you know won competitions and you know Taylor's uh, whole thing was not trying to get eliminated and she, you know she had a you know I guess she you know made up a thing at the end and it's like well you know Taylor did win two competitions she was how to head a household twice right so you know, especially when you're looking at a season like this, where, <laughs> where what we've had two women as head as I guess if you count Riley, which Riley was more or less like kind of right. So you have three women this season who were head of household, yes, right. And last year, and and we also had someone who won the most competitions ever, broke that record. Right. And Taylor won two competitions that at least stands for something. Right. Sure. But, you know, you don't win just based on competitions. It's not the challenge. It's not the challenge. There, people want to you have to be in a position where people want to actually vote for you at the end. Right. That's right. And, right? An important and requirement too. Taylor was able to do that. So, yeah, I, I don't think money deserved to win. I had money in the draft. I, if anybody was rooting for Monty, it was me last season. And I thought, no, like this guy doesn't deserve to win. Like he's kind of a, a tool, you know? So, uh, um, he should I, never have taken Taylor to the end. He underestimated Taylor on so many levels, you know, and, and like her game benefited from it a, a lot. In, yeah. Because of Monty's sort of blind, how blind he was to how Kubrick's. strong he was. Yeah. And so ultimately, like, you know, he, got her the win and that's why he didn't deserve to win uh largely you know because he okay. was so that that's that's the short summary of, of monty but yeah just that's the whole thing on on the uh and if he has a negative opinion on taylor then whatever like you gotta come at him for that you know like no i'm just it just it just brings up conversation about perspectives regarding big brother and uh people feel that Corey is also not really aware about how his performance was where you know he had a good social game it wasn't just him winning competitions that allowed him to win he had a good social games too Corey so and him so him not putting I think him not seeing Taylor's worth is also him not seeing his own worth as well that you know the ability to convince people due to your personality due to your the connections you've made over the course of the season to get people to vote for you. So I think that's the underlying comment uh, commentary regarding that, that whole podcast. Some people want to take the focus and say he's hating on Taylor, but ultimately he's also, you know, not, you're not giving himself his own flowers. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah. you know, this. Um, all right, so back to the episode. Back to the episode, Dave. Back to the episode. Jag was talking to Corey at one point in this episode. And, you know, and he's not giving Corey any definitive answers. And Corey's Nothing. like, well, what do you what do you think about this? You know, and I was just like, Corey's coming for you, man. Like, are, <laughs> like, what do you think? Like, it's you know, uh, you think you have you're in with good with um, Jag and Matt, no, you're next. Now that Cameron's gone, you were like this was always going to be it for Corey. Like once Cameron was out of the way, he was definitely going to be the next target. And you can see Jag sizing him up, like he's like looking at Corey, like he's his next meal, right? <laughs> so it's uh, this is gonna this is coming. Uh, and I was I I think that I think Corey knows this. So this next HOH is crucial for the, the yeah. how that this next part of the game is going to really play out. Like, there's there's a lot of conversations about. Uh, you know, kind of having Core recognize that Blue isn't this thing that he has to overcome. It's Jag and Matt, right? And Cerise talked to him about it. You know, um, Cameron and I love that conversation with Cameron and uh and Blue. That was great. Um, oh, the Cameron Blue conversation. Yes. Or, or there's also the the Blue Cerise conversation as well. Yes. But the blue camera conversation where Cameron is, you know, talking to her about Sari and, uh, you know, how Blue was told that um, to protect Sari, right? Right. And Blue goes, but Sari is like a sinking ship. And then Cameron says, well, so are you. 
<laughs> in in the sense that like but earnestly i'm sure yeah like siri can't win competitions right and it's like well blue you're not winning competitions either too so you can't say that like siri is a sinking ship like you're in the same boat as siri whereas if they if they're focusing on the wrong things and put jag and matt in a position of power that they could just run the table you have as much luck as Sari does in terms of getting both them out. So you need to be a little bit smarter, which Cameron turned her to, but she didn't really take it to heart until Sari had that follow-up conversation, which we saw on the show. Right. Uh, I, I thought like Sari was fun in the episode in terms of her, some of her diary rooms, watching her have these conversations, her playing both multiple sides. I think, you know, like she's a, she's a, you know, a good player of both survivor and I think a big brother. Uh, I think, you know, this will just go adds to her resume. I think Sam was asking about that at the beginning of the chat tonight, right? Like who has got the best resume? Like, isn't it Sari? Like, doesn't like, I know she doesn't have, she doesn't have like an HOH or a veto, but who, like, she's, that's not really the game she plays, right. Is from a power position. She almost had it at one point when she was like having some of her allies win power so much, especially Jared. Yeah. Uh, you know, but unfortunately, Jared also was a detriment to her game, too. Right. Jared sank her and himself more than anything, but also yeah. brought diminished her game quite a bit. She lost Izzy, you know, her Felicia have come and gone and had ups and downs. So there's, there's, and, and she's, you know, so I think Sari, uh, you can see a rebound here. Like she, she's, she's playing dead a little bit right now, waiting for these bigger players to sort of take at each other uh which was a lot of what some of the edit was tonight so i thought yeah. that was that was good you know i think that this is a good season in terms of like strategy being able to kind of follow who are the pieces on the board and what and where do they currently sit and who's targeting who you know i think i have a good understanding of it we never had a steamroll this season no steamroll no steamroll seasons are great thank you right not, right not like a level six who's just kind of rolling and controlling everything yeah maybe they lose one member along the way but they're mostly always in control and some people like to see like that master game like you know you can take like Derek as a great player or not from big brother 16 but like a lot of people just enjoyed that season watching him uh, mm -hmm. You know, work the rooms, go the conversations, never get nominated, be very like well liked by the by the different house guests, and and ultimately he wins, and Co Cody takes him to the end, which is almost like sort of like the one of the um, the infamous things about you know him winning that season, and uh, you, you I almost get that same vibe sometimes with Jag. Oh, he's not as polished of a player as, as Derek was, but uh, you know, he's, he's trying to work all the angles and, uh, and he's, he's determined, you know, he's not worrying so much about who his friends are, just making sure that he can get yeah. to the end. You know? I, I think Jag's end game is one where he wins via um, respect, whereas Matt wins based upon people liking him. Sari, people liking him, liking her and appreciate her, the social presence that she had, right? Um, like, those are the three. I like, I can see and understand why they win. The conversation the, that has occurred is one of uh, respect, of one of, you know, like a building, one of social game dynamics. Uh, Bowie, mm, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, blue, like, but like blue. What's blue's social dynamics that people are kind of like? She was with Jared, and then afterwards, she was kind of weaponized. And then... well, I think I don't. Yeah, blue's got a tough path to win this game. I think at this point, right? Like, I yeah. think you know, like, she, but I understand who she is, at least as a TV character, and sort of what maybe the potential is in terms of who she might align with. It's you know. I, uh, I'm, I think there's a lot of questions still around her and Bowie Jane, I think is the other one. Right. But, you know, I think that like, at least it could be worse. It could be much worse than could just worse. having these two sort of like players. I don't quite fully think are, 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 are gamers, but are, um, you know, in the mix, you know, it's not like we have two Victorias here. Uh, it's could, could, could be more dire, you know? Yeah. So, um, Sari, pretty cool. Uh, we okay. So the the actual eviction tonight, of course, you know, and the and the speeches we got from the respect to things. I, I thought the Sari's all speech was almost a goodbye speech. I thought it was a little dramatic. Uh, I hated these speeches. I hated them. 
they're not like guys your family loves you your family misses you family cares about you in turn they know that you miss them you care about them i don't want to hear it i want to talk always in there i i don't understand that the culture around that i don't think i would shout out my dad perhaps you know if i was on there (laughs) hey dad Dad, he'd be like i miss you 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 know, you would just be confused. So, it's like, uh, son, don't lose. Don't yeah. lose, son. Oh, yeah. Are you winning that? Good. You know? <laughs> oh, if my you, gosh. If you're also trying to, like, uh, you know, it's, the diary room ones are even more annoying. Yeah. Um, you know, like, if you work into a speech, fine, I guess, if you want to waste your time on that. But, uh, yeah. And then we talked about the... Uh, the vote itself, all the people with the jokes and telling Julie she was exquisite. Uh, Julie had like this one ring on her middle finger on her right hand that was like covering her entire ring. I was like, or her finger, right? I was like, well, that's a big, huge ring. Uh, she uh, she was she was very cash. She had the she had the, the jeans and the yeah, but but she yeah she had a lot of like accessories going on. Yes, you know. Yeah. So well, the pony. I was like, what's what's with the pony today? Like. Got the leather top with the, yeah. the like sort of this um pendant around her neck. Uh got the brown glasses. Yeah, she was going sort of uh but but a lot a lot of jewelry and, and bracelets. Uh Jag uh got a big laugh uh from the audience. It's fun having the audience. America didn't even really get to do her thing, like Julie cut her off and stole the bit from her. And then, <laughs> we, and then we mentioned the whole Corey thing where you know he's just like good, you know. Uh anyway, Cameron's voted out six to nothing, guys. Um, and uh, you know, there was no, like the show didn't even make it seem like he might stay. Like it was like it was very clear that there was no way they were not going to vote on camera, you know. But every yeah. time people they come up to jo- vote, Julie's like, "Well, what will Matt do in this vote?" I'm like, "What do you think Matt's going to do? Here. Is he going to vote at Sari over over?" <laughs> it should have put like an audible Jeff Probst, like everyone voting for Cam tonight. Yeah, yeah like, this is more yeah. one of those. Like, do we really need to walk up there and go through this charade? You know, it's mm-hmm. can we just get on with it? Um, there was, I agree. I concur. You know, uh, what did you think of uh, Cameron's post vote out interview? Which <sighs> uh, more, I'm tired. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of it. Honestly. Um, I'll, I'll tell yeah. you one positive. Go ahead. Go ahead. It was like the first. It was the fo- first eviction interview where Julie's like, "Guess what? Two people are related in the house, <laughs> right? You know. Yeah. Like, I guess that didn't happen the first time Cameron was ev- evicted either because uh, they knew they were doing the zombie twist. Yeah. So he still is in the in the dark about all this. But uh, yeah, like Julie didn't get. Julie loved that reveal, and then the, the screen would change behind her. It would be the picture of Suri, you know, and they'll, they'll do it again at the finale, I'm sure. But for now, yeah. uh, it seems like they're gonna, you know, um, leave that out. Well, you know, one thing, Suri did not include Jared in her shout outs tonight in her speech, he was deliberately left out. Yeah, well, yeah, she didn't shout out the Suri, she's a Fields. <laughs> Remember, Suri, um, sorry, Izzy's a Fields. Izzy's a Fields, oh, yeah, she didn't say, yeah. didn't say, shout out that. She's like, don't you know, you're with me in my heart. Everything like that, yeah. um, and so, and then we, you know, we had, uh, we know the comic verse is coming for this next oh, week, Lord, which um, is disappointing. Yeah, but there, there are our final eight. The ha- the so, ha- so yeah, Miss Felicia is definitely winning BB Comics, right? <laughs> Miss Felicia is not winning BB Comics. I don't think Ceres winning it either. It's going to be. <laughs> Probably one of the guys. Uh, there's only yeah. so okay. We're down to the final eight here. Three men, uh, five women, right? Yep. So, will a woman win this game, or will a man win this game? Is my, what I'm wondering. Look, this the memorization portion of it could be great for Corey. Um, so we'll see um, if he's able to win it. Yeah. Um, like it, on the feeds, Miss Felicia and Suri have been working hard in preparation of of the final challenges so they expect like a spelling the spelling challenge so they've been trying to think of figure out long words right um one ex- primary example is uh sari looking at the the 
the behind the box of Ajax and looking at the 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 chemical words and trying to memorize those so that she can spell them later on. Uh, they're preparing themselves a lot. Like um, top so, final competitions. I don't think. Would you prepare yourself that much? I guess you have nothing better to you do. You kind of have to, right? Like, what else are you going to fill your time with? Yeah, right. You it's can just a only talk strap. Right, but they, the producers one day should just like flip it on. They say none of that matters. We're not asking you any questions that are related to like days or any of the stuff you would normally prep for. I, I, I know, I know you're not a big fan of the days competition because you're like you no. as a as a viewer. You just like no. I don't know. I don't care. I've explained it before in many podcasts, but I'm not a fan of it. And I hate how they like do one competition, but don't do any more than one. And I don't think it should be the final final competition because they almost always all get them all right. You know, unless the, what it's like worded very because they're studying so hard for so many days. That's the all they have worded to do. kind of funny or something. Like you're almost going to expect two unanimous answers. We're going to have to do a tiebreaker based on chalkboard, based on some guess. You know, and, and like is that how we really want to decide the, the game? You know, like because um, okay, what competitions are left? Right, we have BB Comics that's going to happen. Right, the traditional BB Comics one. Yeah, you know where you have to like align the comic books and everything. And finally, and right this ones. will be Comics Week this week, yeah. right? Comic verse. We have the slip and slide competition, which most likely a man's going to win. It, well, usually the tallest person wins that as well. Yeah, uh, slip and slide, which I guess right now is Matt. Matt then Matt, Jag. Matt then. would be Matt, Matt. would be like the odds-on favorite, followed by Jag probably. Yeah, um, uh, we have. Oh, what else we have the oh the was it the hide uh hide and go hide and go veto hide and go v well sure like there's a lot yeah. of different things they could do but you're thinking it's gotta be the classic things well they always try to sprinkle the classic ones in right so those ones are like we know otev was always coming so but we have a scramble verse version of otev which was basically just Otev, but just done Scrambled by Scrambled with Zingbot. Yes. Wow. That was that was that hey, that's that's what they were going for. Uh okay, but just to talk about the end of this episode, Jamil, tonight. Yeah. Uh like Lisha going up these stairs in the panic to get up to the reach room. This was hazardous. I wanted to just play this thing. She's like, I don't know if we have it fully. Yeah, she this this was this was this could have been a bad thing here. That uh, she that she tumbles and takes down half the cast in the yeah. process. Sari was booting it up those stairs, and like Felicia was trying to to keep up with her. They get well, up, they get up there. Performance aside, Sari has like done wonders in terms of her fitness in comparison to where she was at the Survivor. Yeah. Well, hey, good for her. You know, like yeah, she, right. Uh, and we okay, we get the. The the what is this like the fortress of solitude? The solitude kind of deal, yeah. Is that what we're seeing here? What what like this thing they were just making the jokes to Bowie Jane that she was messy. Um what does this mean, Jamil? What is this going it's to be? Comic books. Comic book, comic so this verse. is just gonna be in the room. Is this to have a meaning, a purpose, or is this just like uh decor? I think it's just decor. Everyone's thinking like I heard some people saying maybe it's gonna be a split week, split house week. But I'm like, I don't think they're gonna do that. I think there's gonna be some kind of power that's gonna come out of this thing. Uh, no more powers. No more powers. Because chances are, it's gonna benefit the people who are in power. Oh well, like Mary Bass is saying, an, an invisible HOH. Could that be <laughs> what they're doing? Uh, maybe an invisible HOH. And um, is that what this could indicate? I don't know why this crystal thing would mean that, but maybe it's an invisibility crystal. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. We'll see. What What do you all think? What do you all think this week's going to be? What do you think it's going to be? And what challenges do you think it's going to be? Because all of this is smoke. It's that one thing in the middle and it's just smoke coming out of it. That's it. Well, I think that the Vita will be the comic uh, competition, right? Okay. On the zip line. So do you hope it's an invisible HOH? Uh, no, I don't want an invisible HOH this week. I don't think you need one. I think they would get the blood on your hands. Like, what, what are we afraid of here? What do you yeah. need an invisible? Like, invisible HOHs are good in, like, the early uh, weeks of a game. Uh, at this point, you know, it makes no sense. Yeah. 
to do that. Okay. Um. So yeah, we got. Wait, this. Uh, that's what Julie said. Did Julie say there's going to be an invisible HOH? Well, I can go to the replay. I don't remember her saying that. Uh, where is she here? Hold on. I'm going to listen to it. Superpowers into the game. Oh. She says there will be superpowers. Oh, she does say power of invisibility. That doesn't necessarily mean that we have. I, a I missed that. I, I completely missed that. She says, yeah. That doesn't mean invisible HOH. It could mean that you. No, she you literally can't. says that. She says, the power of invisibility will shield the identity of the HOH. Oh, okay. She legit said that then. So, Look, once I, I got bored at the end of Cameron's conversation. I, I, I kind of sometimes I tune out on Julie at the end there, right? Like well, this was uh, where she was, you know, like check out football on Sunday or whatever she might go on about, you know, and other things. But yeah, so no one will know who the HOH is. Is that a good thing for the season? Like for this particular stage of the game? I say no. Look, we all know that people are going to know who the HOH is because they're going to say who the HOH is. If Miss Felicia wins, she's telling Sari, and we will know by default. If America wins, she's going to tell Corey. If Corey wins, Corey's going to tell America. If Matt wins, um, Jag's going to know. If Jag wins, Jag's going to know. If Blue wins, she's going to tell Sari. Can Bowie Jane win it? That's a very good question. Um, probably not but maybe she should be able to because it's invisible mm-hmm. would that be fair would that be uh, not in the spirit of the game you know unless know. she can't win HOH two weeks in a row that'll be that'll be fair I'll allow it uh, if if she well then they would have to reveal that right because like can you get out of this week without even people knowing really like may, you can say you could if <laughs> If you don't tell anyone, but somebody's gonna tell somebody. Somebody's like, gonna tell somebody. How how under wraps can you really keep this? Like, if blue is the next HOH, is that gonna stay a secret? No, it won't. <laughs> what? Blue's gonna tell Sari so quick. Yeah. No. Yeah. So quick. Right. Like, uh, could Sari win the HOH and nobody knows? Um. Suri so would eventually tell someone because she would want to get um you also want to get the the acknowledgement that you did win. Right. What about Corey or America? They would tell each other and therefore we would know. We would know. Blue would tell somebody, America would tell somebody. Uh so Matt and Jag, they, they would tell each other. Tell each other. So there's no way the only way we wouldn't know at all. There's no way, right? Blue. Yeah, there's blue no way. Team. We're gonna find out. Like, yeah, it's impossible for us this to fully. Which is fine. Uh, us as the audience knowing is is good, so we can kind of see where the pieces start moving. Did we already have an invisible HOH this week or this season? Did that already happen? No, we didn't. Not this season. Was it in the Canadian season? Like, yes, we did. We did have that yes. in the most recent. Canadian we did, season. and everyone knew. Everyone knew who it was. M- yeah. Remember what's the name? Um, uh, she's loyal to the uh, What's the name? Uh, she was trying to to not say. It. She got called up pretty quickly. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what I mean when she's loyal to the soil. I think that's that's my new that's my new term for people of First Nations. Loyal to the soil. Loyal to the soil. Yeah, you have a big the most recent season of Big Brother Canada. Yeah. No. That was the invisible HOH. The invisible HOH. It's too long ago, and it's too too many too months long ago. ago. Too many months ago. I, I, I that that's a different era. Uh, so. <laughs> okay, I love it. I love it. You're like, nope. It's it's too too old. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else? Uh, Let's for... see. Well, Mary Bass has something to say. She does. I mean, Sari could put up. Well, yeah, anybody could put up anybody, right? But Sari could put up Matt and Jag, she says. Yeah. Which I guess, I, I, you know what? I can understand because a lot of the commentary online was people were saying they were going to throw this HOH, this specific one. Like it was earlier in the week, it was everyone was going to throw. 
didn't want to win this comp. So with an invisible HOH, it kind of, you know, allows people to play more freely and kind of strive to win. So that means it's going to be, this is, the first one has to be a time competition then. It's probably a timed thing or something that, yeah. You can so are they going to do BB Comics first then? Maybe. Give everyone a chance to do it. Which means that a man's going to win. I got to think so. Like, I can't remember a woman who ever won that. Right? It's a, it's a pretty physical thing to do. Like, yeah. go down that zip line very fast over and over and over again. Yep. Not to mention, like, yeah, it's a whole puzzle portion of it as well. So, um, which would is even. But um, anyway, power of invincibility. Week 10 is over. Week 11 coming up, Jamil. Here in Big yep. Brother 25. And there's still three more weeks to go. I'm I'm looking to see who has ever uh, like has a woman ever won BB Comics. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure, someone. Uh, has. You know, for a first, the first name that pops up is uh, Christine. Christine Wait, no, from 2016. Oh no, she did she win? I don't remember her winning, but maybe she did. Uh, supposedly she won. Steve Moses won. Nicole Franzel. Paul. Nicole Franzel won it. Okay. Yeah, Casey won it. Nicole Anthony won it. Um, she did. Yeah, Nicole won it twice. Nicole Franzel won it twice. Yeah. Uh, Kylan. Kylan, inspired by Kobe, won it. Kobe. Kobe doesn't uh, step down from a challenge. So. Yeah, and Michael won it as well. Um, last okay, so season. Th- th- I don't think there's a huge gender bias there. Then it sounds like it's almost even. Yeah. Let's see. Um. One, two, three, four, five. Five women, two. But I don't know who, which of this cast is going to do well in this BB Comics competition in comparison to their peers. Well, five out of ten, um, including whoever the future winner of this season. Five out of eight of this then. cast is women, right? Uh, so yeah. at this point. So you can, it's, um, but you have an Olympic athlete is one of them. <laughs> Olympic, well, even though it is the was it Paralympics, Paralympics still like people talking down about Paralympics. Look, they would still smoke you, okay? Joe Schmo on the internet, Paralympian is murdering you in whatever competition you want. Absolutely, you know he's a uh, you know he, he probably go on any level. I don't know how his times would compare to the Olympics, but I'm sure they're good. So, yeah. So that's like people saying an amateur boxer. You know, I could be the amateur boxer. No, you can't. No, you can't. No. No, you can't. Unlikely. That person would smoke you too. Didn't they the say the worst person in the NBA would totally murder you in basketball? Oh, Mary Bass also pointed out the OTEV curse that the person who wins OTEV often doesn't win the game. <laughs> so that's why. Um, so, yeah, they, they also mentioned curses too. Like, uh, so wait, uh, that's why. Uh, that's why what's it called again? Um, Bowie Jane um, accidentally lost Otev because she didn't wear the curse. Well, maybe not. Well, but so did, well, if Jag wins this season or not, you know, I guess that will that will prove uh, the curse. And then America can't win because she was the first one in the house, and the first one in the house doesn't win the game ever. Has that never happened? I, I think that is that is a fact that still holds true to, to yeah. this day. The first person yeah. to walk through the door. Yes. Yep. Uh, in twenty, like we're up to twenty-five seasons now. Mm-hmm. That that's got to change eventually. Like statistically speaking, eventually it will happen. Unless it doesn't. Unless it doesn't. You know. Has anyone won? Um, even after winning the car competition, Survivor. I think that curse was broken eventually. Yeah. Um, but and now they don't give a car away anymore in Survivor. That used to be always a thing they did. No. We need more. When's the Outback Steakhouse co-promotion? I want that. Oh, I want more clips. I, you, you know, the night I don't have my soundboard, and you're making all these references. <laughs> of course, I can't even pull out the clip. I can safely do it. I can safely do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you can you can make a reference, and I can't pull it up. I, but, you know, uh, the big hear, blue couch, big blue couch. Know? None of those things are are available to me at this moment. I'm, I'm, it's like my hand's been cut off. Yeah, you're like, oh, I want the soundboard so bad. Yeah, big blue couch. Okay. <laughs> well, 
I'm really excited to see who the next HOH is. I guess it will be invisible. Sunday, we'll be back yeah. to talk about that. October. We, we could confirm that the, they're not doing head of household tonight. No way. I don't think so. A, I would. I'd be surprised. Um, but it's it's happened before. Usually, but usually they would have started it like you know, on the show, right? So it yeah. doesn't happen. They might do it in the morning, especially with this invisible thing. They may not. They. This, I, I think that's there's no need. There's no need, right? There's no need to put somebody in the HOH room. And uh, and have to worry, you know, get the basket out and da da da. So at least we don't get that. There'll be no HOH room segment this this week. Get your mail. So look at the pictures. Look at the pictures. Yeah. All right. Well, back Sunday. Thanks for being with us tonight. Live comments. Make sure to like, subscribe. Uh, you know, we'll be uh, we're winding down. Four more weeks here in Big Brother Twenty Five. Check out our Survivor <laughs> podcast. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> they want the Wendy dinners. How, how so now we have people in our chat bringing up uh, other sellers. <laughs> they want the Wendy's dinner. Yeah, I would talk to them to Wendy's. Uh, I like especially when a French person says Wendy's. Yes, they, they still uh, do the uh, Wendy's dinner. Well, sorry, they did Wendy's breakfast now. Wendy's uh, breakfast. You know I'm breakfast. getting that uh, breakfast baconator. You know it. You know. Yes. You always pull that out. Which which. Um, I, I have to tell Foster next time I'm on a pod with him, uh, which will probably be next week. I have had the breakfast mechanator. I've had the the pancake sticks as well. And um, yeah. Mm, uh, not great? Uh, not, the juice is not worth the squeeze. Okay. The impending, the, the impending heart attack that comes from these things, not worth it. Uh, no, I would imagine not. Uh, yeah. so hey, there you go. The Wendy's go there, you know, get a, you can't get a frosty at breakfast, though, right? Or can you? I think you could, I think you could. It's at least it's, it's, it's allowable, but yeah. not advisable. You know, no one has no, don't get a frost. Come on, frosty for <laughs> breakfast. Like, no, you could have a big, huge cupcake or like something like that in the form of a, a muffin. Uh, have a muffin, okay? Although, just, cupcake. just walk to Tim Hortons and get a, a, a muffin. Why, why bother with Wendy's? Well, the, neither is healthier, like, they're both muffins. So, uh, <laughs> you know, a brand muffin, dude. No. No, not a muffins in general. No, no, those aren't good for you. Uh, so they're well, okay. They're basically cake. It's basically eating cake. Fair, fair. You know, so it's like it's never good for you, like, even with bran. Um, so, but the bacon by itself, go for that. Get that at the Wendy's dinner. <laughs> skip the muffin, get the bacon. That's Dave's. Uh, Dave's, Dave's tip. That is my advice. Skip the yes. muffin, get the bacon. Yeah, and the eggs. And you'll be fine. Not the French toast sticks. Those are bad. Yeah, don't uh, get the French toast thing. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, uh, check out uh, Survivor Podcast, as we mentioned. Uh, we also have our Marvel podcast. We're going to be talking about Loki in the near future. We'll be talking about the Marvels in the near future. Did you get your tickets for the Marvels? No, I haven't even thought about it. But usually when you tell me to go get my tickets, oh, that's when I start looking. Dave, get your tickets. I'll get out my tickets and get going <laughs> okay. out to the theaters. Um, cool. Also, check out all our Federation podcasts. We have a, we're part of a network called the United Federation of Podcasts, uh, which uh, has all kinds of great channels where we talk about movies that hold up. I was on last night talking about three space movies with David and Murphy. Uh, the Graphic Histories podcast with Andre Marriott, where he interviews all kinds of interesting people, artists, um, uh, actors, podcasters like myself, all kinds of uh, fascinating people. Check out his audio podcast, the X-Rated podcast with Davin and Andre. Uh, they have one more episode of X-Men, the animated series to talk about. Then they're getting into movies and, yeah. some, of the other, and some of the other TV shows like uh, X-Men Evolution and different things reportedly. Which uh, so I believe the one of the main contributors to X-Men Evolution is going to be on Graphic Histories next week. Yeah, you're right. I think that's who Davin was mentioning. Uh, the Amen on Track podcast, where Amen's my son, he'll be inter uh, interviewing Uncle Gary on Saturday. I'll be sitting in as well, talking about The Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, uh, the classic album from 1973. 
uh, reviewing that album and just talking about it and figuring out what we like and don't like about it. Uh, the Trivial Debates channel, where there's a host to uh, three contestants, where they argue. There's different rounds, a movie round, a TV round. Uh, and we've already had uh, one horror episode this month. Look out for a second one coming yep. up later this month. So there's, if you like horror-themed uh, debates, there's lots going on right now on the Trivial Debates channel. Live Long and Podcast is our Star Trek channel. All kinds of different Star Trek podcasts. Talk about the TV shows. Like last night, tonight I was talking about Lower Decks. Yeah, um, Lower Decks. We, we have our, Enter- our Enterprise rewatch podcast. Soon to be, to be returning our Deep Space Nine uh, rewatch podcast as well. well. I'll be sorry. I'll be on the Enterprise uh, uh, one next week on Monday. So you're coming on Enterprise on Monday? Yes, I I've stated from lengthy that Evil Hoshi draws me to that podcast. So Very great. Well, can't wait to have you. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, been, I'm talking to the same three guys for like uh, <laughs> almost a uh, hundred episodes now, or something. At a certain point, I felt bad that I never, I never jumped on before, and I, because I said that I was going to be on this episode. And um, I'm like, I should have just came on earlier episodes. I didn't necessarily have to wait for that specific one. No, but. Well, you waited. You waited for your moment, and here it yes. comes. So we're doing it. Um, yes. Okay. So yeah, that's our star, uh, different Star Trek. Tomorrow I'm going to be on uh, a debate Star Trek podcast. Debate night, yes. I'm on with um, Bree from from Trek Culture uh, Ooh. and Adam Woodward as well. Uh, we're going to be three way debating. Um, so look out for that. Uh, the, the an all debate three way. A three-way debate, yes. yes. Uh, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be. Uh, uh talk about all kinds of like that next week is our star trek starship convention where we'll be ranking all the starships like the galaxy class and things if you if you want to get some super nerdy stuff we have it going on on i'll be on that episode as well yeah so So you're gonna get your fill of me next week yeah so you know if you like hopefully we haven't lost you at this point (laughs) big brother audience as we're going on about the star trek so um thanks for being with us and on that note i think uh uh, we'll go out on this Corey retelling his joke. See you next time, everybody. Funny. Corey, what did you say? No, she uh, started off with, so let me guess what word you're going to use to describe me. <laughs> I go, un- un- unbearably exquisite. <laughs> oh, that's so oh. funny. See you on the flip side. Damn.